there are going to be things that don't seem like they should have as much priority, but they are important. Your life, your journey starts now. Okay, we're back for another Journey Podcast. This is Jeff, and I'm glad to be uh, here with everybody today for another Journey Podcast, and uh, let's jump right in. Not that this topic is at all uh, relatable or identifiable with anybody, but the whole idea of busy. I mean, there's a lot of uh, busy out there in the world today. And so we have got uh, Carly here with us, and uh, Carly has... um, maybe a few things to keep her busy. In fact, uh, I'm looking at uh, three uh, busy kiddos out in the other room. So anyway, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit and just, uh, yeah. Yeah. um, I'm Carly Hufford. I've been married 11 years. Uh, My husband Garrett and I have eight children uh, and one on the way. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Thank you. I stay at home um, with our three little boys currently and our other five children are in elementary school. Wow. So just started school then, huh? Yes. Yep. So that yep. that's probably a little bit of a, that whew, uh, yeah. after the summer, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's exciting. And, and uh, when your kiddos came in, they're just so sweet. I mean, so sweet, but, but obviously high energy too, right? Very high energy. They yeah. are not um, shy little people. <laughs> uh, neither are any of our other children. They just, they love to be around just people in general. Right. And they are not shy. None well, of them are. And, and I was just, before we started the podcast, I was saying to Carly, you know, it's, it's just interesting about how oftentimes busy takes over our lives. And that can be the case for uh, even single people, you know, and uh, a single person can go, well, you know, I just have all these things competing for my time and, and there's just so much going on. Uh, we don't like to really use the word expert when we're doing the podcast because we're all on this journey together. You know, mm-hmm. we're all uh, really kind of taking a step at a time. But I do want to sort of position you a bit of an expert because you got a lot going on. You know, there's some of us that can you know, make up excuses of busy, but you you live in a a world of busy. And so we're going to talk about, uh, you know, being intentional to create some margin in our lives. Uh, and I guess the first question is, you know, so how have you found this whole act of balancing your to-do lists and the large family and the priorities and, and trying to navigate uh, through all that? Through a lot of trial and error. And honestly, there have been plenty of times where I have failed and I'm still definitely learning um, through just it all in the different seasons of life that we come into um, all the time. I used to be a, well, I still am a list person, Okay, but my lists used to be like a mile long (laughs) and I used to gauge like the success of my day based on how much I could get done. So you almost had to carve out some time for list making then. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I realized that I was 
spending so much time doing all this other stuff that while it was important, it wasn't as important as what I was making it. So just learning to um, really just step back and say what is actually important. Right. And how do I go about that to um, within my list to get it accomplished? Right, right. So uh, it sounds like just, yeah, it's trying some things and then just, uh, what do they say, the sort of the uh, establishing a difference or, or deciding what's urgent and what's important mm-hmm. kind of a thing. I mean, that's that's got to be just that intentional step there to just go, yeah, these things are, you know, maybe something on my list that could wait or whatever, but there's just that prioritizing really seems to be key, I would guess. Yes, definitely prioritizing and also just talking to um, my husband about kind of our long-term goals for our family. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's easy to get caught up in like the short term, like stuff that needs to be done and realize they aren't actually as important as the long-term things that we Well, and those things can be really distracting, right? We, uh, just this last week, we were uh, planting some uh, little bushes on the side of our house, you know, and all of a sudden that became kind of a big project, you know, because we had to do the one call thing, you know, where you call and you find the buried cables and stuff and all this. And it's something that I thought would be probably about a two minute uh, kind of a thing. And it ended up to be a lot more than a two minute kind of a thing. OK, so let's let's move on into sort of uh, do you allow for margin time then? Because if you're taking care of all these people, you have to take care of you. Right. Mm-hmm. So do you have some margin time in your day then, some quiet time, some time for you? Yes, I do. Um, I try to always build it in. So like today, for example, knowing that I had to come here and just knowing the outlook of our week and what I needed to get done today. Um, and Mondays typically are more like busy home days right. um, just because our kids are home during the weekend and we try not to spend it all of our time just cleaning the house and doing laundry <laughs> and right. whatnot. So I got up probably an hour earlier than normal just so I could have some time right. to myself right? Um, and make sure that I got that done because I knew it was important. It's also important for just our family as a whole that they have a, a calmer mother. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, okay. So specifically, what does that look like? And now what, so what's a normal time to get up and what's an hour earlier then? During the school year, I usually get up by like six, six thirty, okay, um, and have my quiet time. Right. So today, I got up at five thirty, and um, just went on a walk by myself. Wow! Um, it wow. was very foggy out. <laughs> <laughs> you just wonder where am I at? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I was not expecting, but uh, yeah, just I spent some time in prayer during my walk, which was right, was a wonderful way to start my day. Right. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. And to reflect and just to really get centered, 
right mm -hmm. and balanced just I, I this is kind of an offsite or off, off but are, I, like are you are naturally a morning person is it easy for you to get up at like five six o'clock in the morning kind of a thing I'm a morning person, okay. but not that early. That's really morning, right? That's, yes. That's hardcore yes. morning. Yes. Um, I would say since having kids, I haven't been able to, even if I tried sleep past seven. Right. <laughs> but I'd say like 6.30 is pretty normal. So 5.30 right. though feels early. Right. So anything else in terms of your margin time that that uh, quiet time. So today you said you went for a, a walk, uh, you were praying. Anything else that, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to unpack a little bit what a, uh, a typical kind of quiet time looks like for you. So usually my quiet time, if I'm not like going for a walk, I just um, get my cup of coffee and turn on like a light and read my Bible and spend time in God's word and then praying through what I've read or people that I know, um, who I need to be praying for. Right. And really like taking that quiet time to focus my mind instead of thinking that I'll do it throughout the day, which it's possible, mm -hmm. but I'm less focused right when and more easily distracted and usually by the end of the day i'm like did i really like really pray for that person or did i really like understand what i read or right yeah different things like that well and, and thinking here um uh, of people that may not uh, even have a Bible or they're mm -hmm. saying, well, geez, she sounds like a Christian. Oh, wow. <laughs> good for her. You know, but you know, I don't even uh, have a Bible uh, and pray. You know, I don't even know how to do that. You know, uh, I just want to encourage people to, you know, start simple. You know, mm -hmm. God help me, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, any books of the Bible, any parts of the Bible that somebody could pick up that maybe it doesn't even necessarily hasn't crossed the line of faith, but just some real practical stuff that you found that because uh, you know, like Proverbs, and there's some books in the Bible that can be really helpful, mm -hmm. even for people that are still kind of saying, "Is this for me?" Mm -hmm. uh, and and it could be helpful. So, any thoughts there of just uh, uh, things that might be helpful to somebody that's not only crossed the line of faith, but somebody that might be seeking a bit. Ooh, that is. <laughs> a, I would say, you know, for sure, Proverbs has just a lot of practical application. Yeah, there's a lot of practical stuff, right? Um, yeah, for sure. And then, like, what comes to mind is also Ecclesiastes, um, just knowing that kind of what what is important and the things that we think are important right aren't usually as important as they are yeah so if going that, back yeah if that makes sense. well it does because going back to planting those uh bushes last week you know i could get really really caught up in that but at the end of the day there's some bushes along the side of the house mm -hmm. and you know you, i can only spend so much time on that yes, you know i can't yeah. spend hours and hours and hours yeah so yeah. yeah, but one um, book that I of the Bible that I tell people to read if they're not a believer yet or have a lot of questions right. is to read John. Oh, interesting. Okay, um, 
just because I feel like it's so and read about who John was. Okay. So that you can really get a sense of like the whole of yeah that book right um but it's cool yeah yeah and it's a matter of just yeah picking up a bible and going to the Mm -hmm. front of it you know so when we say john or ecclesiastes whatever you just go to the front and you say oh yeah there's the kind of the (laughs) different books and you know you find them and you move forward so yeah no that's very cool that's very cool um, any tips that you would give, uh, people who are struggling to make quiet time a priority? Cause let's face it, it's a lot easier to not carve out mm-hmm. some time than it is. It would have been a lot easier today if you did not get up an hour earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but any tips of, you know, that you can give listeners who are kind of struggling to build that in? Definitely. Like I would make a list of all the things that you do in a day, like, Pretty much everything, even right. like making the bed, showering, and then decide what like has to be like done. So if you go to work, probably taking a shower is very important. <laughs> it could <laughs> you know? be. Yeah. But just like those things um, and know that those things do take up time. Right. And then also just start numbering things like what really has to be done like if i don't do like a load of laundry today how would how will that really impact the rest of like the week so mm-hmm. think bigger than just like today too mm-hmm. like what can what can be moved what can't cuz some days laundry is very important right you know like <laughs> For me, like laundry is very important. Gotta do the laundry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can't always just put it off. And um, there are going to be things that don't seem like they should have as much priority, but they are important. And to acknowledge that. And then also just ask for, if you're married, like ask your spouse to help. Um, If you have kids, they can help too. Right. Um, just and let them all know, like communicate with your family and say, this is an important time for me to like fill me up so I can pour out. Yeah. And I do have um, some single friends who like making like a quiet time is a priority. They kind of they talk about it as like setting a date with themselves, you know, right, right. And just protecting that time. And being willing to say no to just like invitations to go out and do things because they're sending that time. Right. And this is, yeah. And this, I would guess is not you, Carly, but there's a lot of uh, people out there uh, and I'm just being blunt. Uh, and maybe this sounds a little judgmental, but you know, it's like how much binge watching of Netflix, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, can we do? So again, not to be like real judgmental, but I'm just saying you can maybe dial that back a little bit, you know, not saying, yeah. you know, Netflix is great, but maybe watch, you know, the first episode, you know, and then just not watch the other three that same day yeah. or whatever. Well, even with like, I feel like smartphones, one thing my husband told me to start doing was just like looking at my, like at the end of the week, uh, my iPhone gives me like a screen report and it tells me how many times I've touched my phone, picked it up, uh, what 
apps wow. I've opened and how long I've spent yeah. like with those apps. That could be a surprising <laughs> number, maybe. Yes. The first time I looked at it, I was like, I am. I don't touch my phone that much. <laughs> and then once I realized, I was like, yeah, it was just a lot of mindless time that was not a good use and didn't, was definitely inter- for entertainment and did not like do anything for me yeah, at all. Right. So finally, as we're wrapping up here, is there someone in your life, um, we use the word accountable sometimes, and that's such a strong word, but is there someone in your life that sort of comes alongside you and just says, hey, how are you doing in this? Uh, you know, because that's what coaching is is about. You know, when we're talking about journey coaching, it really is a person coming alongside another person, a couple coming alongside another couple. Uh, again, we're all on the same journey of life together. It's not that one person is better than the other. It's not that one person is the expert, but it's just uh, another uh, human being who can kind of come alongside you and say, hey, how's that going for you? Is there something in your life when you're, it comes down to this margin time or quiet time in your life that uh, is kind of alongside you? Besides my husband, who I will say does a fantastic job of just um, caring for me and caring for my soul, I would say um, one of my new friends, Erica and Teresa, they definitely keep me accountable. And Erica even will get up and go on walks with me. Wow. Um, wow, that been, early, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes we're a... both like, oh, this is so early. But uh, we always like end and we're like, that was really good. But um, yeah. yeah, so just I'd say my friend Erica and Teresa. And if I share anything with them, what areas which I'm struggling, they are the ones who speak into Right. My life. Wow. That is cool. That is cool. And that is, yeah, that's what, uh, you know, journey is all about is just having those relationships. Mm -hmm. And let me just unpack this real quick before we close. Uh, A couple of things that, that hit me there is, I mean, it sounds like. Uh, and I'm guessing you don't have the perfect marriage, but you have a good marriage, it yes, sounds like. Yeah. And that's huge because, um, in fact, I just talked to um, someone today whose uh, marriage is really going off the rails. And there's a lot of that. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of folks in life just have those marriage relationships that are not healthy. So, uh, I mean, you know, yay, that, that yours is mm-hmm. good. Uh, but even if yours is good, which it is, to have those people then outside and to have those friends that, you know, you can come alongside and, and just uh, bounce things off of mm-hmm. and to uh, just, you know, do life with together. I mean, that's that's got to be really a huge, huge thing for everybody, right? I mean, yeah, you're yeah. speaking into their life too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It is so important to have someone outside your your spouse or significant other or whoever um, to be speaking into your life um, just because they come from a different point of view mm-hmm. uh, and really can offer words of wisdom right. about a situation. Because even though like me and my husband have a a great relationship. There are still times where he frustrates me and I frustrate him, <laughs> right. you know, and I just need to ask advice about how to go about, um, 
dealing with those like frustrations and right or to even just be told it it wasn't a big deal you're yeah. overreacting sometimes we all just need <laughs> not to as human that. not as human beings we ever overreact <laughs> right <laughs> not oh, that, no, that ever no, happens never. <laughs> No, no, that's very cool. Very cool. So again, I just one, I, I just, I, I got to wrap my head around this one more time. So how many kiddos are we talking about here? Um, what's, uh, this baby's born, we'll have nine. Nine. Okay. Nine. So, uh, you know, I think Carly, we got to say that, uh, you know, if you can do it, <laughs> the rest of us can do it. Right. <laughs> so just a couple of questions for, uh, people that are listening. Uh, first of all, do you allow, margin time, personal quiet time. And second of all, do you have someone in your life who can help to come alongside you? And if not, we encourage you to, uh, to do that. And any way that we can help, uh, we would love to at journeycoaching.org. You can get in contact uh, uh, with us through the website and we would love to help you connect uh, with others and, and to grow. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time and make sure you like and subscribe. Visit us at journeycoaching.org and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Start your own journey at journeycoaching.org. Your life, your journey starts now.